for the first time in ages, I have found a camping spot that's quite quiet and also has mobile phone signal. So this will be the most successful pod talk in quite a while. It's coming from an area um, near Wadmadani, which is probably a hundred miles south of Khartoum. Um, We split that over two days. Kevin's still quite ill, so we've gone very easy. Um, Believe it or not, 60 miles in a day is actually quite um, tame now. Um, Although we're talking about trying to slow it down because we have been overdoing it a little. Um, We have also just moved into the Mal area, which is the malaria zone. Um, And... We are taking our malaria tablets now. Um, And we are also practicing um, 30 minutes inside the tent at dusk every day. Um, So just when the sun goes down, we just go and sit in the tent for half an hour because malaria is quite serious um, and we really don't want to get it. I think um, when you're taking the anti-malarials, you're you're pretty good. so it should be fine but we just don't want to take any chances um so yeah we are we're here we're not too far away from the ethiopian border now um getting our visas was actually very smooth thanks to kevin's illness which was great because usually i think it takes about a whole day um that you sit waiting for your visa uh kevin was coughing and spluttering and um I mean, it was quite a lot of attention-seeking behaviour, um, caught the eye of uh, the guy in charge, and I think he realised he didn't want everyone else to get ill, so he let us um, be the first one out, which was pretty good. Um, so we know to fake an illness next time we need a visa. I'm definitely going to be doing that. Um, so, yeah, we got our Ethiopian visa uh, left Khartoum, which wasn't too bad. We were warned that it was quite trafficy, but to be honest, nothing will ever compare with Cairo and the, I think it was about 50 kilometers into the city, which was just the most horrendous cycling I've ever done and hopefully will ever do. Um, it was like at some points, I think six lane motorway, Um, and cars don't really stick in their lanes either, so there was all sorts of things going on, it was like wacky races, um, and it was terrifying, um, but there's no other way into the city, so that's kind of what you have to do. Everyone, I have noticed in, in countries where the driving is known for being quite insane, um, I think people are actually a lot more on it than they look and because it's so hectic actually everyone has to be vigilant at all times and no one really switches off and and they do check their mirrors because if you don't check your mirrors you're you're screwed over here um so I think maybe it is a little safer than it appears um but obviously we wear our helmets and we try to be as safe as possible um so yeah out out of Khartoum was actually fine um we had to pick up quite a lot of supplies as well because there's not much now in terms of towns 
and you don't really ever know what's going to be there um I kind of lost it with Khartoum a little bit towards the end because uh we we spent more time there than we expected because of um the illness but um even so I just got so frustrated because every single thing that I sought out on Google Maps um restaurants and shops and cinemas and everything um that claim to be open and um still functioning as a, a company that was all a total lie um and I did so much trekking um and actually that's a bit of a um a sort of hazardous activity in itself I was walking anywhere you walk actually in Khartoum um the streets aren't lit and it's it's very safe it's not that's not really a worry but um well other than um geographically physically um it's unlit and there are just massive holes in the ground um on every road It, it happens um all over the place and it's just in the darkest spot and if you're not paying attention you will go down that hole and who knows how deep it is um so yeah you have to be very careful in that way again it's like being vigilant we're not really used to that I think we switch off back at home um even things like crossing the road like you you kind of just get told when to do that now you just wait for the green man you can sit on your phone while you wait and then you just cross when you hear the noise or whatever um here you'll you'll be waiting all day and you probably won't have signal on your phone anyway so it's pointless um but yeah so I got fed up with cartoon because there was just endless walks literally endless because there was no um destination there most of the time I could see a trace of the company that I had been looking for or the restaurant um but it was like long gone or or just not open sometimes um we have learned that I think it's Friday nights it are Sunday nights I'm gonna have to check that um but yeah that's closed for business you can't really get much on on those nights um and yeah and we need to stock up with with supplies as a result what else um we haven't seen much in the last few days to be honest uh it's quite limited in terms of uh towns and shops and bits and bobs there's um two roads that we could be going down um and we're on the east road south i mean they're both they both run parallel um and I've heard that the West Road is, um, a, a bit, I think, newer and bigger, so probably busier as well. Um, the road we're on is okay. The surface is quite deteriorated, so it doesn't make for the easiest cycling. Um, we we had a tailwind today, but we didn't even feel it because the the road surface is just so poor that you can't really get enough um of a of push off the wind uh anyway boring cycling talks sorry um yeah we haven't seen that much um i i'm looking forward to seeing some real wildlife to be honest um the the insects are getting pretty spectacular here um i saw a beautiful moth last night which i know sounds absolutely pathetic but it was 
a really stunning, massive moth. Um, very, very tidy is the way that I would describe it. Um, and the, yeah, the insects in general, like the bees, the ants, absolutely massive. Um, everything has very long legs. Um, or actually, we've, we've moved out of the desert now. But um, while we were in the desert, we noticed the length of legs um, for the bugs to keep themselves off the hot sand uh, and things like that. I think I mentioned the beetle before that hitched a ride. Oh, I think a bat just flew past me, speaking of wildlife. Um, yeah, he hitched a ride in the pannier and ended up 100k down the road, poor guy. Um, oh, we did actually see a big um, cave of bats the other day as well. There's there's stuff, but it's hidden and it's it's not quite what I was expecting from Africa just yet. Um, but we're looking forward to getting into the the more exciting stuff. Uh, there is a national park called Dinda National Park um, that we're going to be going near, but sadly I think it's too difficult for us to get there on by bike. Um, but there's cheetahs there and some some bigger cats um, that make it a little more exciting. But I think there'll be plenty of that um, the further we go south, so not too worried about that. Just trying to think of um, anything else to recap you on. Oh, we had a we had a really nice lunch today. We found a an area. Um, another cafeteria type thing um, the guy that ran it was quite well educated um, and he for the first time um, on this trip actually wanted to talk about politics which was quite cool um, it was interesting because he's the first person I guess he's the first person that we've we've spoken with enough and who has been um who speaks English well enough to discuss it. Um, but I'm not sure if you're aware, but Sudan's had a lot of trouble in the past 30 years. Um, they only overthrew their president, um, I think, in the summer. This year, anyway, it was, it was very recent. Um, and there's still things going on in with with that, um, a bit of backlash from that. Um yeah, there's it, it's uh, quite topical at the moment. It's in a much better situation than it was a year ago, um, but I think that the last thirty years with the previous president has um, has the general consensus is that it's drained the country somewhat, um, and they're really hoping for change with the new government that's just come in. Um, so that was nice, and also. Um, I don't know many of the details, but the same guy asked about the situation back in the UK, which I thought was very sweet. Um, he heard about the the uh, attack, or I, again, I don't really know the details, um, in London a few days ago and was asking about that, which I think is actually quite incredible that, um, yeah, someone with so much going on over here um, different continent and uh, a lot going on to uh, still keeping the know about our country which was quite cool so we had a great time um, with him this afternoon 
He gave us all sorts of food for this evening as well to take away. Uh, he had a herd of baby goats, some kids, um, and they were so much fun. Um, we we were playing with them all afternoon. He was like there. I said he was the goat king, um, but he was he was more like their mum, to be honest. He kept on doing this like noise and they all started bleating and coming to him and this is probably about 15 goats baby goats very cute all jumping on chairs climbing on tables one of them is like getting under a bed obviously the beds are everywhere um we both had a lie down on the beds today uh, but yeah, the goats were so much fun. They kind of cheered us up quite a bit because um, we were suffering through the heat a, a little. Um, we were there for quite a long time. And after, well, it was just before we were leaving, I um, plucked up the courage, I guess, to ask him what he was going to do with all the goats um, because uh, I thought something quite sinister might be happen eventually when they weren't cute anymore uh but he said that he loved goats and he just wanted to keep them as pets so everyone can rest tonight knowing that those goats are going to live long and happy lives um so yeah that was really nice uh had had a nice chat with them some army guys yesterday as well actually uh they were good fun uh, there was a a moment that made me laugh a lot because we were talking about this whole venture um, from, well, Kevin cycled from England to Cape Town, me less, but still. Um, and we were talking about it and this, the army, let's say corporal or whatever, he, he starts telling this story, which I felt it, it was very long and it was about an, epic journey and I could hear that this guy that was talking about a guy like going through the snow and or fighting all the elements and battling this and that and then a, a little le longer into the story I start questioning whether he's actually speaking English and whether the Arabic words that he's using I'm just hearing English words and forming a story and this went on for quite a long time and and then he looked at me he finished it like really proudly and looked at me and I just I just said I can't tell whether you're you're talking Arabic or English and he burst into laughter I don't know whether he even understood what I said but it just went on for ages that I don't know whether we were even really speaking to each other, but it just felt really funny. So that was that was my amusement for yesterday. And I also taught the army guys that um, in England, when when we have a photo taken, surah, they call it here, um, we say cheese. And in Arabic, cheese is jubna. Uh, so I was trying to get them all to say Jubna uh, for the photo, which they just kind of laughed at us because, I mean, why do we say cheese? Um, I have no idea. Uh, I think that's all for tonight. I could continue, but it will just get less and less interesting. Um, and I should probably save some things for tomorrow.
Oh, it's a bit longer than I was expecting. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully the uh, signal will hold up for tomorrow night as well. And um, I, you can expect to hear from me then. Um, take care and good night. <laughs>